Chapter 7. Jeff sat at the round table. The counselor sat across from him. So, how do you like Red Hill School? she asked. He stared straight ahead. There's a boy in the girl's bathroom, echoed inside his head. I imagine it must seem a little scary, said the counselor. He didn't answer. I think it's scary, she said. It seems so big. Anytime I try to go anywhere, I get lost. He smiled weakly. It's hard for me because I'm new here, she explained. Today is only my second day of school. I don't know anybody. Nobody knows me. The other teachers all look at me strangely. It's hard for me to make friends with them. They already have their own friends. I know what you mean, Jeff said. Maybe you can help me, said the counselor. Me, said Jeff. How can I help you? I'm the one who needs help. Well, maybe we can help each other. What do you think about that? How? We are the two new kids at school, she said. We can share our experiences and learn from each other. Jeff smiled. Okay, Miss Davis, he said. Jeff, she said, if we are going to be friends, I want you to call me Carla, not Miss Davis. He laughed. Do you think Carla is a funny name? Oh, no, I just never called a teacher by her first name. That's all. But we are friends. Friends don't call each other Miss Davis and Mr. Fishkin, do they? Jeff laughed again. No, he said. Then he frowned. The kids in my class call me Fishface. Have you made any friends? asked Carla. I sort of made one friend, said Jeff, but I don't like him. How can he be your friend if you don't like him? Nobody likes him. At first, I felt sorry for him because nobody wanted to sit next to him. Mrs. Ebel said it, said it out loud right in front of the whole class. Nobody likes sitting there, she said. It was like he wasn't even there. It's bad enough when a kid says something like that, but a teacher? It must have hurt his feelings, said Carla. No, he just smiled. He may have been smiling on the outside, but do you think he really was smiling on the inside? I don't know. I guess not. I guess that's why I tried to be friends with him. I told him I liked sitting next to him, but then he said, Give me a dollar or I'll spit on you. What did you do? I gave him a dollar. I didn't want him to spit on me. But then, later, he said, I'll give you a dollar to be my friend. So I took it. It was my dollar. So does that mean I have to be his friend, even though I just broke even? What do you think friendship is? Carla asked him. I don't know. I mean, I know what it is, but I can't explain it. Is it something you can buy and sell? Can you go to the store and get a quart of milk, a dozen eggs, and a friend? Jeff laughed. No. Does she? So does that mean I don't have to be friends with him? I won't tell you what to do, said Carla. All I can do is help you think for yourself. I don't even know if Bradley wants to be my friend, said Jeff. Today, at recess, we hung around together, but we didn't do anything. He acted like I wasn't there. Then, when it started to rain, he ran around trying to push little kids into the mud. Could you share your feelings with him, asked Carla. That's the real way to build a friendship, by talking and by being honest and by sharing your feelings. Like the way we are talking and being honest with each other now. That's why we are friends. But Bradley's different than you and me, said Jeff. I think that you'll find that if you are nice to Bradley, he'll be nice to you. If you are honest and friendly with him, he'll be honest and friendly with you. It's just like with the dollar. You always break even. Jeff smiled. Are you going to see Bradley too, he asked. Yes, later today. Do you think you'll be able to help him? I don't know. I hope so. I think he needs help even more than me. You won't tell him anything I said, will you? 
No, that's one of my most important rules. I will never repeat anything anyone tells me here around the round table. Never? She shook her head. What about to other teachers? She shook it again. What about to the principal? Nope. Okay, said Jeff. He took a breath. Here goes, he grimaced. On the way here, I got a little lost and um, accidentally went into the girl's bathroom. He covered his face with his hands. Chapter 8. Mrs. Ebel was teaching geography. Everybody in the class had a map of the United States on his or her desk. Bradley's map was different from all the others. California was above Wisconsin. Florida stuck out of Texas. He picked up his pair of scissors and carefully cut out Tennessee. He was a good cutter. The edge of his scissors never left the black line. He wondered what was happening to Jeff. He knew he was at the counselor's office. He imagined she was doing all kinds of horrible things to him. He had tried to tell Jeff at recess not to go see her. He taped Tennessee to Washington. He was a very messy taper. His piece of tape twisted and stuck to itself. He looked up as Jeff entered the room and watched him hang the hall pass on the hook behind Mrs. Ebel's desk. Then he looked away as Jeff headed for the seat next to him. When the bell rang for lunch, he shoved his map into his desk and pulled out his paper sack. Because of the rain, everyone had to eat inside in the auditorium. He and Jeff walked there together. Sort of. He's walking next to me, Bradley thought, but I'm not walking next to him. The auditorium was hot, steamy, and noisy. Long tables with benches had been set up across the room. Where do you want to sit? asked Jeff. Bradley ignored him. He stood on his tiptoes and looked around the room as if he was trying to locate his real friends. Jeff walked away and sat at one of the tables. Bradley walked behind where Jeff was sitting. Hmm, I think I'll sit here, he said aloud, as if he didn't know Jeff was there. He stepped over the bench and sat down next to him. Hi, said Jeff. Bradley faced him for the first time. Oh, it's you, he said. They ate their lunches. What are you eating? asked Jeff. Peanut butter sandwich, said Bradley, as he spoke bits of peanut butter and bread flew from his mouth. What about you? Tuna fish, said Jeff. Bradley swallowed his food and said, I hate tuna fish. My mother makes it good, said Jeff. She chops apples in it. I hate apples, said Bradley. He sucked the last drop of milk last drop of milk through his straw, then continued to suck, making a gurgling noise. Sitting two tables away from Jeff and Bradley were three girls, Melinda Birch, Lori Weston, and Colleen Vergold. They were talking and laughing about something funny that had happened to Colleen that morning. Colleen, who had red hair and a freckled face, covered her mouth with her hand. There he is, she whispered. It's him. Where? asked Lori. Don't look at him, said Colleen. He's right there, sitting next to Bradley Chalkers. Bradley Chalker, said Lori. I think I'm going to throw up. Don't look, whispered Colleen. Bradley stopped sucking on his straw. What'd the counselor do to you, he asked. Jeff shrugged. Nothing. Did she yell a lot? Was she mean and ugly? No, she was nice. I think you'll like her. Me, asked Bradley. I'm not going to see her. I didn't do anything wrong. She's good at helping you solve your problems, said Jeff. I don't have any problems, said Bradley. He bit ferociously into a red delicious apple. I thought you said you hated apples, said Jeff. Bradley shoved the apple back inside the paper sack. That wasn't an apple, he said. It was a banana. Jeff's face suddenly changed color, first white, then bright red. Ooh, 
I think he sees you, said Melinda. Lori laughed. Colleen blushed. Come on, said Lori. Let's go talk to him. She stood up. Lori Weston was a short, skinny girl with long, straight black hair. Melinda got up from the table, too. She was nearly twice the size of Lori. She had short brown hair. No, don't go, pleaded Colleen. What's the matter, asked Bradley. Uh, nothing, said Jeff. So, did I miss anything in class? No, Mrs. Ebel ga- gave everybody a map. I got one. Don't lose it, said Bradley. Mrs. Ebel wants them back. Two girls were giggling behind them. Jeff and Bradley turned around. Colleen thinks you're cute, said Lori. Jeff blushed. Who, he asked. The girls laughed. What's your name, asked Melinda. Jeff blushed again. Colleen wants to know, said Lori. Then she and Melinda laughed again. He doesn't have a name, said Bradley, coming to Jeff's rescue. He hated Lori. She had the biggest mouth in the whole school. She was always laughing, too. He could hear her laugh from one end of the school to the other. Ew, Bradley Chalkers, said Lori, holding her nose. Lori Loudmouth, said Bradley. We are not talking to you, Bradley, said Melinda. Get out of here or I'll punch you in your face, he replied. You wouldn't hit a girl, said Melinda. That's what you think, he shook his fist. Melinda and Lori backed away. We only wanted to know his name, said Melinda. And what he was doing in the girls' bathroom, screeched Lori. The two girls laughed and ran back to Colleen. Bradley slowly turned and looked at Jeff, amazed. Jeff sat with his head on the table with his arms over his head. You went into the girls' bathroom? Bradley asked. So what? said Jeff from under his elbow. Carla says, Me too, declared Bradley. I go all the time. I like to make them scream. He smiled at Jeff.